At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Christmas still here in Vegas. I know it's, it's technically Sunday now, December 26th on the East Coast. Happy to be with you, regardless of what day it is, wherever you're listening to us. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson with us from Wisconsin. It's still Christmas there too. Central Time Zone. See, I, I know my time. I know my time zone at least a little bit. A little bit there, Ben. Wait, um, it, I, it's a very weird, uh, it's a weird feeling, Jeff, being in a in a state without legalized sports betting. Although technically, like I technically could drive two hours to the Oneida Casino in Green Bay and, and hand place a bet over the counter tomorrow. Uh, so, but it, 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 the whole thing is just it's bizarre. I can't, wait, wait a second. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ben. Ben, hold on. You are, you are so close to Michigan. Just a short little skip and a jump. You're right there. It, it, uh, I, it, it, like technically, yes, technically I am, but the, I mean, I'd have to drive to like Escanaba. There's a great casino in Escanaba I could drive to, which uh, if you under, if you know where Escanaba is, but big bonus points to you, home of the uh, great uh, Sweetgrass Golf Club and Resort. So I would, I could technically do it, establish an account, drive back, and then whenever I wanted to make an in-game bet, drive uh, five minutes past the chuck wagon off, uh, off, off our entry street here at the lake and then go and make my bet. But I, I, that's, that's a lot of hoops to jump through, Jeff. As you know, I'm a, I'm a lazy, simple man. I'm not sure I want to do that. Yeah, no, I, I don't even, even though it doesn't, even though it's not a lot of effort, it sounds like a lot of effort. So there you go on that one. All right, Ben, let's, uh, let's dive in. Let's go to Tampa and Carolina first. This was a very sparingly used game in the contest. Tampa's now nine and a half point favorites. There were 10 earlier in the week. It's been bet down. Totals 43. Tampa, of course, Injuries, the big news. Chris Godwin, his season's over. Torn ACL. Leonard Fournette on short-term IR. The hope is to get him back with his leg injury for the playoffs. Mike Evans not playing. They expect him to play next week in the Meadowlands against the Jets. Carolina, Sam Darnold was activated. Cam Newton looks like he's getting the start. Totals 43, nine and a half to number, Ben. I have no feel for this. I don't really want to lay more than a touchdown with Tampa with all those injuries. But I have no interest in taking Carolina at this point. With a, just they look like a dead football team at this point. Yeah, and it, to me, it's also where you get into the whole like where the the weird faux narrative streak comes in. And I've heard people this week say, "All right, well, this is is there a better bounce back spot for Tampa Bay than this?" I mean, sure, you could argue no, there isn't. But 
the, the personnel is just not there this week for Tampa Bay. This has more of the feel of just a get-through-it game. Let's just try to get uh, some bodies back as we get closer to the playoff stretch, especially now with Green Bay winning that game earlier today. Tampa Bay understands that the, the likelihood of them getting the number one seed has has only decreased even further. And they're, they're like it's a spot for them where you're, you're going on the road where they have struggled all year. I know they've won their last two games on the road, but have not done so in, in really convincing fashion all season. Remember the, the first road win was that crazy Colts win they had where uh, where that certainly could have gone either way. I'll say this though for Carolina, and I had it like the biggest one I had last week was Carolina team total under simply because I just thought it was under 16 and a half. I just thought they're not going to be able to move the ball. It's Cam Newton at quarterback. Uh, their defense still played really, really hard. They forced Josh Allen into some some mistakes. And even though we've had a few of these Carolina games, we've just gotten a sense like, all right, there's there's no way this team can move the ball. Their defense still keeps them in games. They're still a top five on the season DVOA defense. That to me, I, I would still have some concern on on the Tampa Bay side just from an offensive standpoint. I think if anything, I'd look to. I know it's a low total already, especially for a Tampa game. But if uh, if you're making me bet at least uh, a side or a total, here, I'd probably look to the under because you know Carolina will want to make this a ball possession, low scoring game. It's sort of what they did against uh, Buffalo last week. I know in the end it was a horrible beat if you had the under because of that decision to go for it on fourth and two that results in a touchdown for Buffalo last week. But when you look at the weapons that Tom Brady's going to have to throw to, and you mentioned all the guys out, Jeff, it, it kind of leads me back to that whole mid 2010s uh, Patriots wide receiving core in the in the immediate post Welker era where it was just guys you had never heard of. And sure, because it was Brady in the Belichick system. He made those guys great, but there was a stretch there where uh, it was just these uh, totally anonymous guys that he was trying to throw the ball to. And I get that feel for Tampa and, and, and the weapons they'll have out there tomorrow. You add in a uh, certainly a depleted running back core with uh, with a Leonard Fournette injury, and uh, it, it's hard for me to see this being a complete cakewalk for Tampa Bay, especially in a in a divisional game against a Carolina team that I still think is playing hard, even though the offensive personnel is just so depleted there. No, look, uh, it is. It is a really tough handicap, this one. So uh, it'll be it'll be a stay away in the end for me on that one. Let's uh let's uh it, this is this is another fun one. Looks like Jared Goff isn't gonna be able to go. So uh hello Tim Boyle again for the Detroit Lions. They're on the road off of their win. Uh, they're going to Atlanta. Falcons six and a half consensus point favorites. Totals forty two and a half. Ben, here's the thing. Atlanta by the metrics has been dreadful this year. And they are very lucky to be six and eight based off their metrics. I don't know if I can comfortably lay six and a half with Atlanta against anyone, including Tim Boyle, David Blau, heck, even if Anthony Leonard or, or, or Man Campbell suit up at quarterback. I don't know if I'd be able to lay six and a half with Atlanta. I mean, what you don't want, Dan? I mean, Dan Campbell had some great tight end moments in his Giants sure did, uh, Cowboys uh, <laughs> days. Yeah, I mean. I, between him and Lynn, you could at least have some good some good blockers in there because I mean Detroit could sure uh, could sure use some. Yeah, I would say if you're considering throwing Atlanta in a teaser, can can I just say just just spare yourself the three three hour of uh, of, of heartburn that you will inevitably go through it watching this game because what we've watched all year too, and you know both of these teams have fit a similar profile to me, Jeff. Even though the records as you see are, are really really different in Atlanta. A six and eighteen that that, that that you know grades out in the metrics worse as a whole than Detroit does this season, even though the Lions are are two eleven and one. And before last week, we're in the driver's seat for the number one overall pick in next year's draft. But both of these teams do a lot of the the same things. They they play really hard, but they also make a lot of dumb, unforced mistakes. And they will play well for a quarter or two at a time, and then just seemingly give it all back in like a six minute six minute stretch, kind of like what we've I mean, we've seen this countless times that we we could go through the examples, but. Uh, what it comes down to, you know, to me, Jeff, this this is a game where there's no way I'd be laying it with Atlanta. I was certainly prepared to probably pick Detroit and probably make a money line bet on Detroit outright before the Jared Goff news. And I know we've obviously ripped him all season, but we watched what happened with the one game Tim Boyle stepped in against certainly a much better defense in Cleveland. But uh, that was a game where we we saw what Detroit will do. We saw the blueprint and how they kept that game close. It was really ugly. It was a three point loss. And they somehow had, like, Jeff, they had their chances to win that game despite Tim Boyle at quarterback, despite him. I, I feel like his longest uh, air yard attempt downfield was approximately 6.3 yards. I, I can't say that for sure. But he, they did not let him do anything in that game. It was uh, it was kind of amazing how much they ran the football. And against such a poor run defense in Atlanta, who, to be frank, has, has been very poor in all aspects of their defense this season, it would not surprise me if Detroit still went into Atlanta and won the game in front of about 31,000 fans out there tomorrow, Jeff. So. 
not a play for me just because I, I, you know, I could not possibly get there actually backing Tim Boyle with real life harder and money. Uh, but at the same time, this is not one I would be throwing in a teaser at all for Atlanta. No result here would uh, would surprise me. Uh, just for running back purposes for the Lions, Jamal Williams back from COVID, uh, the COVID list. Uh, DeAndre Swift actually was limited practice the whole week. Questionable with that shoulder injury. Would still kind of be surprising to see him. But look, these are two bad teams. Atlanta, very lucky. Atlanta's going to be your team next year, Ben. Where let's say they go seven and ten here. Let's say they win this game, lose their last two. They're going to be a team that you look at the season win total. That looks like it's like, oh, they probably will go over that. But you should probably bet under because with the fortunate nature of their season and winning a few extra games they shouldn't have, they're probably going to regress and go to like 4-13 and 13 next year. Yeah, well, it's funny. it's funny you say that too because the Sharp Money loved Atlanta all last season. Oh, yeah. Sharp Money loved Atlanta coming into this season. And it's, I mean, the fact that they are, as we should, I mean, the fact that they're, you know, this close to 500, but they really haven't covered that many numbers. They're still well below 500 against the number this year. It would not surprise me, Jeff, if we get into the off season and we see more sharp respected money uh, get behind Atlanta coming into, into next season and maybe even drive that win total uh, further up. But, but I'm with you. I mean, they've, they've definitely outperformed the, the actual uh, talent that has been there this year. I just, you know, we were so quick to laud the Kyler Pitts selection and the uh, Kyle Pitts selection. It seemed like such a perfect fit for them, but and he's been absent in so many of these games, and you can't put that all on on Matt Ryan. I mean, like there, there's kind of a there's sort of a, a duopoly there that we're you know, there's got to be some sort of give and take. So I'm really I, I'm interested to see what will end up happening there because I'm, I'm I'm sure you felt the same way. I mean, he just has not not impressed and not performed at least over the course of the year consistently like you would have ex- expected out of a guy they spent so much draft capital to uh, take this year in, in pits. All right, Ben, we got about 90 seconds here. What is the thing you're looking for the most tomorrow? I am looking forward to you, Jeff Parles, talking yourself into a wager on Jets, Jaguars. Oh, no. And then inevitably <laughs> cursing yourself. <laughs> uh, not Look, I so I bet on the Jets, oh, that, what was that, three weeks ago in Houston. Right. Uh, I, I had a real life wager on the New York Jets, and I said the phrase, I, I don't I can't believe I actually did that no fewer than 36 times throughout the course of that three hour game. Hey, they I got mean, it the done Jets that day. A bad, yes, they are such a bad football team. But when you when you put the, the Jets play really, really hard for Robert Sala, even though I don't think he has any idea what he is doing. He just he's kind of like the more refined Dan Campbell, where he just kind of like makes loud noises and it, it you know tries to he tries to see what will happen and make it work. The Jets will still beat the Jacksonville Jaguars tomorrow. It is going to be an extremely ugly game because Trevor Lawrence, to me, has been, uh, he, uh, outside of Trey Lance, has been the worst quarterback of this of this rookie crop this season. The Jets will find a way to get it done. You will talk yourself into a bet, and you will flip-flop on uh, on whether you have the right side no fewer than four times tomorrow. That's what I'm more, most excited to see. But the, J- the Jets will inevitably screw themselves just like they did in 2014 in that that Jets-Titans game in a very similar <laughs> spot in Nashville. The Jets will win this game and screw themselves out of a, a, yet another chance to pick in the top The five lovely 16-11 final at, uh, at, the, at, at LP Field in the day on that one. By the way, I will not bet this game on a, on, on a side. Maybe on a total, though, but I'll, I'll tell everyone that in a little bit. Ben, enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for uh, taking a lot of the time to uh, join us, and uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Jeff. Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. We're back with more Bet Center next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your own schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast and get the Beating the Book podcast with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Hardwood Handicappers with JVT. Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Peterson. The Lombardi Line. Follow the Money. Numbers Game. The Wide World. The Wine Garden and much more. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts today. It is vcin's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Big thanks to Ben Wilson for hanging out the past hour. Big thanks to Dave Ross, Gil Alexander for being on the show here on this Christmas night here in Las Vegas. If you're on the East Coast, you're on game day in the National Football League. And let's get to game day in the National Football League. Let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York football Giants. Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Eagles, tested positive for COVID on Wednesday. He has, though, tested out. He'll be on the sidelines tomorrow afternoon at the link. Eagles right now, 10-point consensus favorites. Of course, you can get all the lines at vcin.com slash odds. And the Giants are going to be starting a former Georgia quarterback, Jake Fromm. After Mike Glennon was absolutely horrible in his few starts in relief of Daniel Jones, whose season is over with the neck injury. Look, I the Eagles, of course, lost to the Giants a few weeks ago. That was one of Jones's last starts. That was also the last start where Jalen Hurts played with that injury. The ankle injury hurts in that game was dreadful. 14 of 31, 129 yards, three interceptions, including a horrible pick at the end of the half that cost the Eagles points. Hurts had eight carries for 77 yards, not terrible, but Hurts was as bad as he's been all year throwing the football in that game. The Eagles are right in the playoff mix. If you look at the playoff chase in the NFC, right now you have the Eagles, the Saints, and the Vikings all at 7-7. Seven and seven. The 49ers are 8-7. and seven. So the Saints, of course, we talked about earlier, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, both out. COVID protocol. They're both out on Monday on Monday night in New Orleans. Ian Book's going to start. That's bad news for New Orleans. And for the Eagles, where Minnesota's, we're going to get to them in a little bit, is an underdog without Dalvin Cook, who's on the COVID list. Adam Thielen is questionable. So we don't know if he's going to go yet. That's, by the way, mostly three still. But the Eagles have a golden opportunity against a divisional rival who beat them three and four weeks ago in their own building to beat up on them. And I think the Eagles are going to beat up on the Giants tomorrow. I don't know how the Giants score more than 10 points. And I don't think Philly's getting held down like they were last time. I like the Eagles a whole lot. And look, I haven't, 
If you've followed me on a numbers game, you've watched this show, you know I've been anti-Philadelphia Eagles most of this year. To my own detriment sometimes. I am not in the Sirianni syndicate that showed up every single game day pushing the Eagles and betting the Eagles in these games. But tomorrow feels like a smash spot for the Eagles. I know it's on a short week. I know they just beat Washington by 10. I know the defense didn't look great against Garrett Gilbert. But I think this is a wipeout for Philadelphia in a game they got to have. Eagles are at Washington and have Dallas the final two weeks. They have a legitimate chance to make the playoffs, which is something I did not think they had a chance at the beginning of the year. I even liked their win total under six and a half. I got beat on that. I like Philadelphia a whole lot. I'll lay to 10 with the Eagles tomorrow against the Giants at the link. So the Eagles are going to be a potential play. Likely will be in my account by the time that game kicks that it doesn't move. Probably got to play it tonight, though. So the Eagles, minus 10. I like that a whole lot. Let's go to uh, let's go to the Rams and the Vikings next. Let's go there. Another huge game for the now first place in the NFC West LA Rams, who are in first place by themselves going into tomorrow's game with the Cardinals loss earlier in the night to Indianapolis. 22-16, the final on that one. The Rams are mostly three minus one twenty. There is also, like you see on your screen, three and a half minus one oh five on the Rams plus one fifteen on Minnesota. So Dalvin Cook is out. He's on the COVID list. Alexander Madison came off the COVID list. He's going to get the start. Now, Madison's been great in games he started in. He's not been good when he's been asked to do a part-time role. The Vikings' main, Adam Thielen, currently questionable. His status will be made up in a game-time decision tomorrow. The Vikings last week on Monday against the Bears were as about as unimpressive as you can be in, in victory. Another one-score game, 17-9 final. The Bears did a comedy act in that game. That's the only way you can, can, you, you can defend that performance. That was a comedy act. The Vikings averaged three yards a play against the Bears, who didn't have any of their secondary because of COVID. Kirk Cousins threw for 87 yards. It was 12-24. It was really unimpressive for Minnesota. Now the Rams last week on the game that was moved because of COVID. Tuesday night, unimpressive. They did cover. They won by 10 against the Seahawks. 20-10. to 10. Cooper Cup, incredible how good he's been. Legitimate offensive player of the year. 1-2 with Taylor. But tomorrow, even though it's not the best number, if you can get a three and a half, I would take the three and a half. I would take the three with Minnesota. I really like, I think the Vikings are going to win this game outright. And now look, this is an incredibly important game for both teams. If the Rams win out, the Rams win the division now with the loss by Arizona tonight. If the Vikings win out, it's going to be hard for Minnesota to miss the playoffs. The problem for Minnesota is they're going to be at Green Bay next week. Got to imagine they're going to probably be a six or seven point underdog in that game. And the Rams get Baltimore next week at a cross-country trip. The only question is who the heck's going to play quarterback for Baltimore in that game at that rate. But this is an incredibly important game for Minnesota and L.A. The Rams are going to the playoffs. But the division is finally in their sights again after looking like all hope was lost division-wise after the three-game losing streak. But for Minnesota, you got to have this game. If you're going to make the playoffs, you got to have it. If you lose, probably going 8-9, and nine, and 8-9 and is not going to be enough because I think the Eagles are going to get to 9. 9-8 nine and eight's going to be, 9-8 and eight is the minimum you need. And even if New Orleans gets one of their quarterbacks back, I think New Orleans gets to 9-8. and eight. I like the Vikings. I'll take the 3.5. I even think a little sprinkle on the money line is good on Minnesota as well for this one. So the Eagles and the Vikings at the two numbers that are out there right now are my two favorites. For tomorrow. Should we go to the game of the year next? The game of the year? Jags and Jets. Oh, man. The Jets have 19 guys on COVID protocol, including both of their offensive guards, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, their first-round pick out of USC, and uh, 
uh, Laurent Duvernay Tardif. And even with that, and even with that, even with Zach Wilson likely going to be without his three best wide receivers and Crowder, who is doubtful, Corey Davis, who's on IR, and Elijah Moore, who's on short-term IR, the Jets are still favored. This will be the first time the Jets have been favored since week four last year, a game they lost on Thursday night to Brett Rippon and the Denver Broncos on a short week last year. Look, both of these teams are horrible. Jacksonville loses out to get the one number one pick for the second straight year. The Jets, I, look, Ron Middleton is going to fill in and be the head coach. Robert Sala is also missing this game because he's in COVID protocol. Ron Middleton's presser this week was not was 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 not was, was, was did not inspire confidence. Let's just go with that. I'm not betting either side here. I will watch every snap of this game because of the fandom reasons here. I would only bet the under. I don't know how either team's scoring. I know Josh Allen, the pass rusher, out with COVID as well for Jacksonville. But, man, these teams stink. These quarterbacks have been bad in their rookie year, Lawrence and Wilson. And I think part of the reason, and Lawrence, Lawrence has been really bad. He threw five touchdowns the first three weeks and he's thrown six since. There's... It's kind of been just thrown, swept under the rug. Oh, it's all Urban Meyer's fault. Trevor Lawrence is going to have to show us something next year. But for this game, under 41 and a half, I think is pretty good. I cannot bet either side. No way. No way. It wouldn't shock me if Jacksonville wins by two touchdowns. It wouldn't shock me if the Jets win 9-3. It's going to be a terrible football game. It's going to be even worse than those Texans-Jaguar games. At least the Texans were actually somewhat watchable in their two wins against Jacksonville. It could be a terrible game. When we get, we're going to look into more of this week 16 slate, week 16 slate, I should say, next, including Nick Foles is back, guys. Bears and Seahawks next on the ledger, next on Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insight on where the money is going and the bets are there, where they're moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. The data is available for Moneyline total and bets against the spread. Betting the splits are another way here at VEASAN, and we're here to make you smarter, better, year-round. Check them out today. Betting splits, available for every game, VEASAN.com, for all of your betting splits. I'm Jeff Parles. It's VEASAN's Bet Center. Greg Peterson Experience coming your way in a half hour. Greg Peterson just walked in the studio last segment, and I think Greg Peterson is so thrilled to be with you tonight because the man had a prime rib for dinner. Thrilled. Only if we all could eat like Greg on uh, on Christmas night, for sure. So Greg will be with you. He'll also be with me in the next segment as well. I got some I have some rapid-fire college hoops questions for the man we call hoops as well. But let's dive back in. NFL Week 16, Bears and Seahawks are next. Now, Nick Foles is getting the start. Yes, that Nick Foles is starting for the Bears. Justin Fields banged up. And, and look, I think at this point, if you're the Bears, you shut down Justin Fields. There is no reason with a coaching staff that can't possibly be back next year. And if they are, it is even worse from the people in charge in Chicago than I've already when we already expect from them. There's no reason to even put Fields out there. The team's going nowhere. He's banged up. Whatever, let Nick Foles play. Let Andy Dalton play if he's healthy enough. There's no reason to let Fields play again this year. Let him get healthy. Get him ready to go for next year. You're not going to learn anything these last three games, especially with a coaching staff that likely is not going to be there next year. The funny thing with this, 
is the line didn't really move with Nick Foles getting named a starter. Still six and a half across the board. Down from seven early. And I will say this. I will not be shocked if the Chicago Bears win this game outright. Because Seattle is in a position that they have not been in the entire time Russell Wilson has been a Seahawk. They have clinched an under 500 record. They are out of the playoff race. It's over. They're done. It has not happened this early in the season for them in the Russell Wilson era. I am very curious to see if a team that is familiar with competing and being in the playoffs every year just says, you know what, we're done. We're going to mail it in. I am I am would not be surprised if that happens. This is also an important draft game for neither of these teams. Neither of these teams have their draft picks this year. The Jets have Seattle's on the Jamal Adams trade. The Bears is going to the Giants on the Justin Fields trade from the draft. So I am really in try again. This is a horrible game. These teams are both out of it. They both stink. But I would lean to Chicago here because I am concerned that this is give up, mail it in for Seattle because their season is done. And it's not even like it's a divisional game where, hey, if it's a divisional game, you get to ruin someone's season that you don't really like, so be it. The Seahawks kind of have this situation the next two weeks because they get Detroit next week at home as well. So they have two games back-to-back against bad teams that are completely out of it. The only difference is Detroit plays harder than Chicago does. So I'm curious to see how that plays out next week. But six and a half, I would only bet Chicago. I'm going to stay off, though. Really bad football game. <laughs> really bad football game. Uh, one that's hopefully a little bit better. We'll go to Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Uh, Tyreek Hill is going to play. He cleared COVID protocol after testing positive on Tuesday. Travis Kelsey was put on the active roster. He's questionable. He needs one more negative test. And based on the virtue that Hill's going to play and Travis Kelsey is at least on the active roster, even though he has not been ruled in yet, this is vaulted back from 7.5 to 10 on Kansas City, which was what the number was on the look-ahead and what it was before the COVID news on Sunday night and Monday morning. Pittsburgh needs to essentially win out to make the playoffs. Kansas City needs to win out to get the one seed. They... They're good on a division. They win, They go 2-1, they're going to win the division. They're two games clear to Chargers. Pittsburgh's offense is horrible. It's horrible. And they have done, look, the Miami Dolphins have been smoking mirrors. The Steelers at 7-6-1 have been even more ridiculous smoking mirrors. Now, the Steelers, for whatever reason, don't start, start playing offense to the fourth quarter either. Last week, it was 16 second-half points. Nine in the fourth. The week before, where they almost completed the biggest comeback in NFL history, it was 21 points in the fourth quarter. All points in the second half of the 28th. The week before that, Baltimore. They did nothing the whole game. 17 fourth quarter points. Now, you have to play a whole four quarters if you're going to hang in with Kansas City. And Pittsburgh has proven the whole season they're not capable of doing that. So, I look, at 10, it's just a lot of points. If Travis Kelsey doesn't play, that really does scare me off laying a whole 10 with Kansas City. But I don't really want Pittsburgh. Because Kansas City, if Kansas City's offense, if what they found in the late third quarter early and the whole fourth quarter in overtime against the Chargers was real, then the Chiefs are the rightful favorites to get back to the Super Bowl for a year three in a row. Total 45 and a half, probably good under. Probably good under on that one. Again, I just so am so concerned of Pittsburgh scoring. I, I their offense is so painful to watch. They're so bad offensively. So we'll uh, I'll lean under and no play on the side on this one. Vegas and Denver is next. Drew Locke is going to start first of the year for Locke, who of course started 13 games last year in year two. The Raiders uh, again uh, coming off a win on Monday afternoon against the Cleveland Browns to keep their Small playoff hopes alive. Both of these teams are, again, still in the race, both 7-7. Seven and seven. Loser is done, in all like good. Winner is alive, but <laughs> they're going to need some help in order to get in. You're now seeing one, actually, on, uh, on the Raiders in some spots, where the Broncos are favored, actually. Total 40 and a half. Now, 
the Jets and the Jet, the two games that are were line pick most of the week and pick in the contest, Jets, Jaguars, and Raiders and Broncos were the two games this week that I wanted absolutely nothing to do with at all. I have no clue how to handicap this game because Denver's offense. Now this is going to be a doozy of a saying here for everyone at home. Denver's offense is more explosive with Drew Locke, but is probably worse with Drew Locke because of the turnovers with Locke. And Bridgewater more respected in that locker room from all the reports throughout the year. And then Locke, it's just a tough spot to be going on the road. And remember last year, again, there were no fans, different experience. Denver came to Vegas and got smashed by the Raiders in a similar spot last year. I do not want this one. I'm not going to bet it. I'm curious to see, though, in-game-wise, it's intriguing. Because if one team looks like a totally dead team in this game, you may want to just keep cycling on a team that looks like they wanted to play on that day. Properly relying to pick. These teams are dead even. Of course, the Raiders. That's the first game after Gruden. Uh, Gruden's tenure ended. The Raiders went to Denver and really smoked the Broncos at mile high earlier in the year. All right, one last one. Sunday night. The Washington football team on the road at Dallas. Cowboys 10-point favorite. These teams played two weeks ago in Landover. That was at the beginning of the Washington COVID outbreak, so a lot of defensive players didn't play in that game. Dallas won 27-20. Game that wasn't really close. Dak threw that horrible pick six. Led Washington back in the game, and Dallas covered. Washington getting 10, I think, is pretty good with Heineke back. Remember, Heineke got hurt in that game as well. Kyle Allen played the bulk of the fourth quarter. Dallas, even though it is Dallas the two-seed entering this game now with the loss by Arizona tonight, but Dak Prescott, even with all the talent on that offense, Dak has not looked the same since that calf injury. I would, I, If this stays double digits, I probably would take 10 with Washington. That's going to be a late ad potentially. We'll see how the day goes tomorrow, but... Washington should be good enough to hang in this ballgame, especially with a healthy Heineke off the COVID list, ready to go. McLaurin is healthy. Antonio Gibson looks like he's going to play. I would be looking at Washington in this one. I don't want to lay double digits with Dallas against a Washington team. That, look, even for the problems, they're, they're look, even if they if they didn't have that COVID outbreak, it'd be a totally different ballgame for them where they could have won on the road to Philly, and this line's seven and a half. We'll look at Washington in this one. Totals right at 47 on that one. That's Sunday Night Football tomorrow night. Washington and Dallas. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. When we get back, though, Greg Peterson of the GPE, which you'll hear after this program. We're going to get a check in with Greg. We're going to see what's coming up on his show after this. As that's next, get live here at Circa on Christmas night. On VSIN's Bet Center, on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zip. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today and you'll get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl guide our, our college bowl betting guide, which is already out, covering every bowl game for only $39.99. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It is VSIN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Barnes. Oh, look who's in studio. Hey, hey. Greg How's Peterson. it going? Greg Peterson. Greg Peterson Experience coming your way next with me right now. You have a good Christmas, buddy? I had a great Christmas aside from the fact that half our college basketball board got canceled. Yeah, that sorry. was a little bit of a bummer, but. You know what? Went to the fiance's house, had dinner with her parents, had some prime rib and some cheesy spinach. So I'm feeling good for the next three hours. Four games scheduled today, two acts. Uh, did they do? Did they award Vanderbilt the championship at the Diamond Head Classic? Or did, yeah, they got did, the championship. Obviously, when it, you take a look at it for Selection Sunday, they're not going to give them any sort of a win or anything like that. But they officially get the trophy. Yeah, well, Greg, I'll ask you this because we, we we talked about I was on your podcast a few days ago. I guess it was Christmas Eve that technically yeah. went out. Um, but and this is sports in general right now. And I again, we were looking at this from the betting implications because this is as many as many COVID cases with the NFL as there's ever been. Uh, the NBA. I mean, you got Dallas playing right now with ten guys in protocol uh, against Utah, which they're staying in the game somehow. Yeah. On this Christmas night game in Salt Lake City, but I, I, how are you handicapping? How are you handling the COVID outbreaks that we're seeing across the country in college hoops in your handicapping? The good news is when it comes to college basketball, it seems like a lot of the teams that they do have guys that are testing positive, they're just postponing, canceling games, and obviously you can't wind up getting burnt when the game doesn't wind up getting happened. That's so true. You wind up just getting a refund there, so that certainly does help, but. I, in general, it is very difficult to be able to gauge all of this because now I'm going to have to go back through the archives of the 2020-21 season when you wind up having a bunch of teams shut down for 14-plus days, see how that wound up affecting those teams. But now we're going to have an added wrinkle. We didn't see this too much last year, and we're going to be seeing this a lot, in my opinion. Teams that wound up having 14-plus day layoffs going up against another team with a 14-plus day layoff and now you just wind up getting probably, in my opinion, teams are going to be a little bit out of shape. A bunch of teams that maybe towards the end of games, they wind up wearing down a little bit more. So does that favor offense? Does that favor defense? That is right now what I'm taking a look at. And in all honesty, I don't think we're going to have a great answer until we wind up seeing the actual sample size itself. Because I would think that if you wind up having a very slow team like Virginia, they're going to be wearing down a little bit less than a team that looks to run it and gun it like Gonzaga. And I think that that's something that is going to be very key to take a look at the next few weeks. Well, and look, it's kind of, again, you, you bring up a good point. The biggest difference with college hoops as opposed to all these other sports, at least the NHL right now currently in a pause, likely coming back. I would say Tuesday is the day that they're looking at right now. But college hoops are just axing these games. Yep. It's a little bit different than what the NFL and the NBA were to, 
just moving forward, continuing on. And really, when it comes down to it, college basketball is the only sport that I'd be taking a look at openers on for that reason. Because, I mean, if you do wind up having a game get canceled, it's not the world's greatest thing in the world, but you wind up getting a refund into your account, or you wind up going to the ticket or the ticket writer, you wind up getting your refund. So you're all good there rather than in the NFL. They are not going to be axing these games. They are going to be continuing on. We're seeing that with the NBA as well. So you could be in a little bit of a situation of thinking that you're going to have a bunch of star players out there. They do not wind up being out there. And then you're just sort of SOL when it comes to those games rather than in college basketball. You at the very least have the protection of, hey, I got a refund because the team wound up testing positive for COVID. Greg, uh, just looking at the two NFL games today, Green Bay survives against Cleveland. Takes up four picks. 20-24-22, Mayfield throws four picks. Browns cover, though, but their season's likely done. They, they really would need a whole lot of help in order to make the playoffs. Packers now, a win against Minnesota at home and a win at Detroit. They are waltzing right into the one seed for the second consecutive year. Arizona loses again their third straight loss, this time to Indy, who didn't have 60% of their offensive line for the majority of the game, didn't have Darius Leonard, and Indy still gets it done 22-16. to 16. Of the two results today, which one in the grand scheme of things is more important to you? I think that it's the Cardinals versus the Colts game, just because with the Arizona Cardinals, we've really seen them struggle without new Hopkins out there now. The game would have been a little bit different if Matt Prater winds up making those two field goals. He winds up going one of three, no question. That's not necessarily what you want. But I mean, also, the Indianapolis Colts look dangerous out there in the AFC. It looks like they're not going to be able to win the division. They would need to win out, and they would need a, just a complete and utter calamity from the Tennessee Titans because I did actually think when it was like at 8-1, to 10-1, to one, there was a little bit of value on the Colts to be able to win the division. But with them being able to knock off the 49ers on Thursday Night Football. It seems like that ship has sailed. But when it comes to being able to get in as a wild card, the AFC, it feels like it is the conference that's a little bit more up for grabs just because top team right now, you got to think, is the Kansas City Chiefs. But their offense has left a lot to be desired this year. When you take a look at other teams like the New England Patriots, you've got a rookie quarterback out there. They've been dealing with some ailments at the running back spot as well. So I think the bigger one is the Colts being able to rise up and the Cardinals now, not necessarily looking like such a great team out there in the NFC, especially if they don't wind up getting back Mr. Hopkins for the postseason. Arizona, Greg, through going into the Monday night game against the Rams, two and a half point, three point favorites. You win that game as a favorite at home. The one seed is 100% squarely in play. Now, not even 17 days later, they are a half game behind the Rams in the NFC West. The Rams lead the division going into tomorrow now. And for the Cardinals, this has been a, a complete melt. And the one worry we had with them was, uh, okay, Kyler Murray got to stay healthy. And at some point, Kingsbury's going to back, go back to what he was. And this has been a really brutal three-game stretch for Kingsbury. And look, Murray got back. He's been healthy in these three games, and they lost them all. And they were able to play better with Colt McCoy. Now it's just a question of, Look, they get Dallas next week in Dallas. You're going to be a four-point underdog in that game. Probably going to lose. Yep. And, and then, Greg, I, I, you can't trust them to go on the road to win a playoff game against any of those top teams. No way. Yeah, I think that it's going to be really tough because even when Green Bay was dealing with some injuries, when they wound up going to Arizona, they wound up being able to win that game outright as pretty good underdogs in that one as well. And you just take a look at the landscape of the NFC. We were all thinking that the sky was falling on the LA Rams. And all of a sudden, here they are. They're looking relatively solid. You figured that it would take a little bit of time for OBJ to be able to mesh with Stafford two weeks ago. Things look solid. Last week, he didn't necessarily have a big game. But when you've got Cooper Cup out there, I mean, man, that is a really good elixir to all of that. And the Rams, they still have a really top flight defense. I think that they're going to be able to figure it out. So I do think that when it comes to the NFC, it is the Green Bay Packers who have secured that number one spot in my hierarchy. But I think that when it comes to Cowboys and the Rams, they're, in my opinion, a little bit of a 2A, 2B, but I'm starting to warm up a little bit on the Rams in that two spot. I don't, I, again, we were talking about this earlier with Dave Ross and I. This is the most wide open for both conferences that I can remember at this late in the game. 
because even though Green Bay is the one seed and looking at their second straight one seed, I don't fully trust them. Even with Aaron Rodgers, how great he is, I don't fully trust them to make the Super Bowl. On the AFC side, I know Kansas City's the number one seed, but if you told me basically the seven current playoff teams that any of them made the Super Bowl, that includes Cincinnati, that includes Tennessee, that includes the two AFC East teams, and even includes the Chargers, I wouldn't be overly shocked. Now, I would be surprised on a few of them, but it is wide open in both of these conferences. And honestly, the only AFC team that I can't see making it right now is the Tennessee Titans, unless if they get back Derrick Henry. If they get well, back if they Derek do, Henry, then it's a different ballgame. Yep, I mean, if they get back Derrick Henry, no offense or buts about it. That's a game-breaker. Without him, that's a little bit tough, and the reason why I'm souring on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I typically would have them as my number two team because you've got Tom Brady, all those guys. Who's he going to throw to right now? I mean, that has just become a big, giant issue because it seems like he has lost, like, 75% of his weapons at this point. Tampa went from the team I trusted the most, and then the injuries hit, and now it's like, look, Brady's great. We know that, but, man, it's just going to be tough without those weapons, even though even if they get Fournette back. If they get Fournette back for the playoffs, a little bit different, but I could be close to 100% in those first playoff games. What's on the show tonight? We're going to be taking a look at some hot college basketball trends, teams that have been able to help you profit, teams that have been a little bit better to the over. We've got three different categories that we're going to be looking at there. We're going to be taking a look at this current Utah Jazz versus Dallas Mavericks game as well, and taking a look forward to NFL Sunday. He's Greg Peterson. The Greg Peterson Experience comes next. I'm Jeff Parles. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. Hope you enjoyed your time tonight listening to VEASAN's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 